0: Welcome, everybody, to Unleashing Your Great Work. On this special 10-episode series, we are focused on resilience. What is it? How do we get it? And if we've lost it, how do we get it back? So listen in, because we know that great work is so much more dependent on your resilience than it is on your hustle. Welcome, everybody, to Unleashing Your Great Work. On this special holiday episode, I'm really excited to have Tessa Lynn Alburn, She is a business and life coach for women. Utilizing two decades of experience as a trainer and a facilitator of live and virtual events, Tessa helps women entrepreneurs get over that six-figure mark in their business by creating a plan that works for them and then rewiring the mindset issues that have kept them playing small. Welcome to the podcast, Tessa. Thank you so much, Amanda. It's my pleasure to be here. Yeah, why, it's my pleasure to have you. So I would love to start where this podcast always does. We'd love to hear a little bit about your great work.
1: My great work is what I consider midwifing. Hmm. Talented women entrepreneurs into their greatest ripple effect. Ooh. Right? So they can really create the change that they want to, to see in the world. You know, they come with this um, they, the people that I work with have us calling. It's pure and simple. They know they must do it. And often their calling was a little reverse. They're like, I know I have to have my business. I know I have to have my voice in the world. And then when they begin, they start, they actually realize that their purpose is even greater than that. And it really is about changing the world, but from their essence, from their authentic self, their true soul and they're going to leave a legacy when they do that yes this idea of legacy i think we get it really confused you know like i'm gonna leave this that and the other and i'm gonna have a book and i'm gonna have this and that it's not about the specifics i believe truly it is that legacy of energy that's going to continue to flow, that's going to inspire some the next generation, let's say, or the, maybe not even that far off, right? Like I can inspire somebody who's two years younger than me or a year or five years, right? And then it just goes and goes and they, they awaken. There's like an activation, I believe that happens.
0: Right. Like humans are neurons that spark each other and it travels the world. Yeah. I love that. Exactly. And
1: you probably know that, and I don't know the scientific words for this, because that's mm-hmm. just not my area. That's okay. was mixed up, messed up. Um, but there's a, a matching of energy, right? Like uh, one of my clients was working in the Alexander technique, which is all about the body and uh, freeing the body from the tensions. And when they're working with someone, what is happening is because they're in their body, the the freed up way, in my words, then the client is reading that sympathetic nervous system um, and the parasympathetic and they're um, queuing up to that as well.
0: Right. They're able to relax.
1: Yes. Also. Exactly. Yes.
0: Right. All those mirror neurons. Yeah. I love that. Well, the way you talk about your client's work is exactly the way i talk about great work which is the work that matters the most to you it's the work that comes out of your unique point of view your unique perspective your unique point of consciousness that is done in relationship with others so that it can be you know grown in community that leaves a legacy behind you that sort of is your body of work and helps you feel alive that helps you grow as a person so it sounds to me that you are midwifing great work for your clients. Thank you. <laughs> we just came full circle. We're done. We can just go now. <laughs> I love it. So what is it about this work that called to you helping uh, these women, you know, really come into their own power?
1: You know, I had thought I was a healer many years ago, right, To because that was a big part of my journey, like just getting so I could be in my true self, I didn't really even know what that was. And then I just kept finding myself saying, oh, wow, I, if I step through my fear, if I have courage, if I'm vulnerable, and I don't know what's going to happen. And I think that's actually what Brené Brown says. The definition is you don't, you can't control the outcome or even know what it's going to be. As I kept doing that, I just kept getting more and more of my guidance, my high self, right? My spirit was talking to me and saying, take that next step. You can do it, you know. And eventually I was met with in the what I would say in the external world, you know, in circumstances, at work and in here and there and all over with resistance. Like the world was saying, nope don't go there right don't go there. this isn't the door for you exactly so I had to look for that opportunity I'd say well what is the opportunity here and then I realized oh and I just had this I could feel it in my heart it was like oh, I want to come forth I want to do something I want to really do this and then before I knew it I was thinking thoughts like, I can change the world. I want, I'm pretty sure it started with, I want to, but
0: it it morphed, Uh right? Um, What if I could, right? Yes.
1: Like, even if I, and I, I was probably, yes, I was mostly thinking, I'll just be honest about it. I was mostly thinking I can help like five people. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Yeah. And Yeah. yeah, I can help a person at a time. Like I was very uh, afraid to go outside that, even though I had helped more than that already. Um, I was still within my comfort zone to a certain extent. But then when I just kept leaning in, I was just being shown, you can go over here. Oh, look at this. So I was really learning to pay attention to the signs of the support that was there from the universe. And Then boom, it was like, wow, okay, in order for me to do this and to steer my own ship, you know, not, we're never alone. I mean, I was steering it along with source, of course.
0: Yeah, of course, Um, right.
1: I had to also close some doors. Yeah. I, I had to say no to some things so I could then focus on what I was here to do. And I just knew it. You know, there's no question about it. I just knew it in my heart, in my soul. Uh, it's, and that knowing that was what helped me get through some of the really uh,
0: tenuous times in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of courage, even when you know it, even when you feel it in your bones to say, I'm listening to this. This part of me is what's going to guide me. It takes a lot of courage. And I have to assume that, you know, you mentioned there were some tenuous times in the beginning, and I'm certain that there have been tenuous times since. And so in response to those tenuous times, it's easy to become a little bit depleted. And one of the things that we talk about a lot on this podcast is that this kind of work, great work, the kind of work that we help people do, you and I, is the kind of work that's utterly dependent on resilience, the ability to bounce back. To um, find your joy again, to be innovative and creative instead of rote and predictable, to, to bring our greatest self, our highest self, you know, even to just receive source requires some resilience, right? Absolutely. And sometimes we lose it. So on this, this, these particular episodes are focused on it's the holidays. We have a minute. We never have a minute, but today, right now we do, or we might. What can we do with that time to really have like high octane, recharging, um, you know, joy infusion during this time? What can we do? What do you recommend?
1: Uh, I Let's see. I probably have at least two things I can recommend here. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> the first is not to get into the story about all the holiday triggers. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right family that you might be disgruntled with or the pressures or the overgiving, uh-huh right and then forgetting to take care of yourself because if we're not managing us if we're not do, getting enough me time we need to know what our soul success formula is yeah right like oh i do need to do those morning meditations even if i'm going to be in mom's house Right, Right. or my daughters are coming, or my grown kids are showing up. Whatever it is, we need certain things that are going to help us stay connected to ourselves emotionally, spiritually, and physically.
0: Yeah, absolutely, as
1: well as mentally. Right. So, but the mental, the mental wants to get triggered pretty easily. So, just really
0: managing that. Right. Um. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's a great recommendation right? Because it is so easy. Even if you don't have necessarily the thing that you would be worried about with your family, the story everyone is telling, or a version of a story that you can hear a lot, not everyone's telling it, is like, oh, yeah, it's going to be nice, but you know. Oh, yes. Always the but. Yeah, but I've got to travel. Oh, yeah. I'm tired. Oh, I'm not going to get
1: to do this on my business, whatever it is. Oh, or my partner has to go over here.
0: Yeah. And you have the option to disconnect from that.
1: Yes. And because in those moments where it's like, ugh, uh, or er, I like to say, um, you're losing energy. You're losing a high vibration, high frequency energy, and that's what gives you resilience um, and resilience is also built over time, so start practicing now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> and, yep. and I love what you said a little while ago about joy, right? Focusing on joy. Um, I think there's a real gift in that. If we, even if things are hairy, or suddenly you're like mixing families, whatever it is through the holidays, or you're like, oh my gosh, I'm behind on my launch for January second, you know what? <laughs> to really hone in on creating joy. Intentionally. Intentionally. That's right. So having a practice that lets you do that, that gets you there, that gets you into joy. And if you can't do it for yourself, for some reason, then get some other support. Turn on your favorite podcast. Listen to Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> Listen <laughs> to Unleashing Your Great Work. Yes. <laughs> That's right. And you you know we so we can have some structures in place that help us, but giving oneself that time to center into your soul, into your heart and focusing on the joy of maybe even who you are, the joy that you're here to create, the joy that you know you are meant for. Even just so I'm saying focusing on one's purpose can bring someone into a state of joy.
0: That is a great point. And that can all be done from the comfort of your own mind while you're at the airport, right? You can be mad that you're delayed or... You can say to yourself I'm just going to do an inventory of joyful things mm-hmm. just focusing your attention in your own mind on I'm so things five things I love about myself. I'm so glad that I have good hair. I'm so glad that my husband loves me. I'm so glad that my daughter likes my jokes and laughs at them. Like whatever those things are can even in the comfort of your own mind in a moment that other people would be stressed by. I love that. Yes. And and if I may
1: just Please. take that just a tiny step further. Do it. Which as soon as it's in the mind, don't let it go once you've said it to yourself. Hold on to it and feel the goodness of it. Yes. When you, yeah. Right. When you get into the feeling. Oh, the you know, savoring. Exactly. I love that word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Get into the savoring of your relationship with your daughter or the savoring of yes. your hair, your recent hair. Style. Right. Tell
0: yourself the story, feel the feelings, remember yes. the joke, laugh again. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And yeah.
1: I think there's one other thing that's coming to the forefront of my mind right now as we're sharing this, which is what I'm doing naturally, organically, which is to smile.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. We can literally change our physiology with a smile. Yeah. And being aware of that. Yeah. It, it, without all those ups and downs, our energy floats. It soars. It's available when we want it. And then we can respond rather than being like down in a gully somewhere, an energetic gully, and having to go, oh, I got to get back up.
0: <laughs> Climb yeah. your claw your way out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's how it feels. Well, this was a great conversation. And I bet I'm not the only one who's like, "Ooh, I guess I hope I get to talk to her again. So how could people who are kind of like, wow, she's pretty great. How can they learn more about you?
1: I would love if people just made it simple for themselves and just went to tessafreegift.com.
0: Tessafreegift.com. So, okay. And we'll put that in it. the show notes. Fantastic. Yeah. That's a
1: great way to get a hold of me. People can write me there or get my free gift first. And if they're resonating, we can uh, have a conversation and, go, and take it further.
0: Love it. Well, I feel like any free gift you're going to give is going to be one given from the heart. So I want to thank you so very much. Encourage everyone to go get it. And thank you very much for being on the podcast. I really, really appreciate your time. Thank you,
1: Amanda. And thank you for all your good work on your great work. (laughs)
0: Thank you. And happy (laughs) holidays to everyone. Happy
1: holidays. Bye.
0: Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast, you've got to check out The Great Work Community. The Great Work Community is where change-making entrepreneurs make drama-free progress together. Come on over for a co-working, accountability, coaching, and just-in-time courses. Check out The Great Work Community. The link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Unleashing Your Great Work. I hope you are feeling inspired to recharge. If you'd like to turn resilience into legacy, grab a copy of my book, Great Work. Do what matters most without sacrificing everything else. You can get it wherever you get books.